0: Welcome to Identity Church Sunday Morning Message, where a Sonship is revealed. Stay tuned at the end of this message to receive more information about resources available through Identity
1: Church. Now grab your Bible, sit back, and enjoy a message from Identity Church that is already in progress. Um, last week was about desire. You know, I, I, God shifted my desires. Instead of pursuing my promises, my desire, I shifted it toward my wife and everything opened. Something happened when my desire shifted. So that's kind of been the mode I've been in. Um, so in, in the process of that, I had to fly into Ohio. Um, it was snowy. It was icy. And they had no four-wheel drives. It was dark. And Google Google... Google Google don't care. And I had nowhere, no way to know where I was going. So I just followed Google. It was crazy. It was so bad. I called Suzy. I mean it's pitch dark. I'm 25 miles an hour. And that thing slid across the highway like <laughs> And I'm I like, holy moly. And I had this thought, what if Susie was here? So I called her. I said, "Hey, would you cuss a little bit, make me feel like you're here with me?" Because that's exactly what she would have done. She'd have like, la, 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 la. and so she did that. And made me feel better. I wasn't alone. You know, <laughs> it's bad when you have a thought. Oh man, if she was here, this is exact. And she did. She she took care of that for me. But uh, it was um, it was an interesting trip. Um. I'm 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 kind of setting the stage. What I believe God's asked me to preach. Um, I stayed with a friend of mine, Hinnem and his wife. I learned some things about them. They they live in an Amish community. He he has an Amish background. His family, his mom, dad, brothers, they're all Amish. First four years of their marriage, him and best marriage, they they did horse and buggy. He's crazy. And, and, and he has Amish friends, and, and, and he walks in miracles. And when he got set free from the religion side of things, he started laying hands on Amish people, and they are getting gold teeth, getting new bones in their back, and it kind of messed up their theology a little bit. <laughs> and and, and he, his heart is set after God and doesn't care. But he still lives in the community. He does business in the community. He's a certified nut job. Um, but he, he, he has, it's, it's, it's an inter- interesting relationship. So that's kind of the contents. I want to read Matthew chapter 19. I'm going to read from verse 16 to 26, and then I'm going to talk to you. Verse 16, And behold, a man came up to him, saying, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? And he said to him, why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. If you would enter life, keep the commandments, verse 18. He said to him, which ones? Jesus said, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother, and you shall, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, I've kept all these. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you would be perfect, go and sell what you possess and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. Verse 22. When the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. 23. Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I say to you, only with difficulty will a rich man enter into the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished, saying, who can be saved? Verse 26, but Jesus looked at them and said, With man it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Say that. With God all things are possible. That's the key. With God all things are possible. I saw some things. I'm going to talk about some things I saw this last two or three days. And it came down to, with God, all things are possible. Go to James chapter 3, verse 13 and 16. Who is wise and understands among you? But his good conduct let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. Verse 14. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts... Do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. Lord, I thank you for the reading of the word. Let it penetrate our heart and change us. I picked these scriptures from my last three days experience I was in Amish country if you know anything about the Amish I don't but I've been learning they are some very wealthy people they are extremely there is wealth in the atmosphere of their communities they have they are communal they protect each other they they love God They're religious as all get out, but they're well, you can smell, I I can smell, I could smell wealth. They know how to make money. They know how to expand and, 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 and keep money. And, and so I'm talking to my friend. He goes, yeah, he goes, dude, you know, we lived Amish. He says, there was not a spirit of poverty on me. There was a spirit of religion on me. Dude, I could ask my dad, he had money. My dad let me have it, you know, just couldn't have a, computer and, and lights. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a candle you can have a big candle <laughs> <laughs> and, and, <laughs> who's Amish That's the body candle. There we go so so this scripture about it uh, jealousy and stuff. I don't know. Uh, actually, Ron Ron Culver gave me that scripture. God spoke to me, and that's where that it was hot hot on my heart for the last week. And and uh, and and I saw the religion of the Amish. I saw their wealth. I saw their community. I'm like, man, I would love to have their community, except it's so closed. And 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 so we're driving down the road. I'm like, man, that's a good looking horse and buggy. And he goes, dude, that's. That's like a Ford Escort. I said, what? He goes, Pfft, that's a Ford Escort. I said, what does that mean? And he starts talking to me about the old order and the new order and the new sect. And, 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 and I'm like, what do you mean that's a Ford? He goes, Pfft, listen, they're, they're hardcore. They don't have a windshield. So they, they make their wives make just get the air and the sleep and the, you know, this, this is a stripped-down model. He says, and, and look at the tires. They're round. No, they're steel. There's no cushion. They're hardcore. This is the stripped-down model. So we go, he goes, ooh, there's a nice one. Had rubber tires over the steel. Had a windshield. And he goes, if you really wanted to know, the guy's probably sending, there's a heater in there. How can you tell the difference? Well, this sect, the curtains roll up, you know, some godly thing, they roll up. The heathen sect, they come up and down. They're the heathens because they have me- mechanical. I'm like, are you kidding? And then the Porsche, the supercharged turbo Porsche version comes around the corner, and it is the most gorgeous horse you've ever seen in your life. He's strutting. This buggy, black like everything else, but you could tell it was the Porsche. And the way that man drove, he looked arrogant. (laughs) I'm like, he knows he's driving a Porsche. And you could see it. That scripture, every jealous even in that, I'm like, "Holy moly, this is crazy." The jealousies, this is not wisdom from heaven. I'm like, "God." He goes, and you think you don't have it? So they have these traditions and rules of man. He brought that up because he wrote in it, and he's like, dude, that buggy there like, has massage chairs like your pickup truck. <laughs> I'm like, I know. <laughs> but there's, there's this arrogance thing that, if we're not careful, will keep us from the kingdom of God. Whether you're Amish, whether you're Pentecostal, whether you're independent, your walk with God, the traditions of man will somehow puff us up. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I'm not, I don't dress Amish. I don't look Amish. So we went to an Amish farm, and they all are Amish, and they dress Amish, and they have Amish work boots. I have stupid white man shoes. <laughs> and I didn't know if you know that, 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 that this right here don't grab ice. And so he goes, yeah, well, this guy, he's an elder in the church, and this guy, so you're gonna, I, I want to introduce you to. I step out of this four-wheel drive Jeep. whoom! Bam! Right in front of all the elders. I was so proud of myself that I didn't cuss. I felt like I had the biggest success I was embarrassed I didn't, dude, I hurt my shoulder, I wrenched my back and i I machoed it up. nope, but I'm like, this ain't funny, god that, that hurt and 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 it hurt for it still hurts. Had, you gotta understand, my friend. He goes, "Wow, didn't even cuss." I'm like, "Shut up! You're just setting me up." Yeah. So they, I'm the new guy, and so one of the guy he vapes. Amish vaping? That doesn't make sense. I know. So, so. so I catch him. He goes to vape. Well, he's a leader. He hears rumors. I'm a leader, so he he, he vapes. And my friend's like, Ugh. and I'm like, what? He goes, oh, oh yeah, I, I, I thought you were cool. I'm like, I am. I pull a cigar out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with me. You vape the fake stuff. I'll smoke a real one. And, and and it just it was just funny. It was a setup, and, and he was setting me up. <clears throat> But I know, and he's a leader. He's got a four hundred member church. But he vapes in secret, to the point he's a closet vapor. So 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 listen. So 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 the conversation we're talking. He gets the, the, the non-smelling vape stuff. He just wants the, the effect of it. He vapes in bed, and his wife doesn't know it. Good thing they don't have some deer. <laughs> yeah, because they can't look at the live stream because I'm t- I'm ratting them out. Of course, he might have one hidden. Yeah. So 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 I mean, so I'm I'm like I'm like what the heck. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, if, 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 if their form of religion is that strict, okay? It's, it's the same evil, because it's a heart condition. I'm sneaking it. I'm getting away with it. I'm, I'm, I'm bending the rules of man. Those are traditions of man. God could care less if you vape. If God doesn't convict you, go vape. You know? yeah so so I, I, it, it, was, it was funny is you have these completely different belief systems, but the same issue. It's the same issue. you know there there's guys that get on their computer and their wife's asleep and they do stuff they shouldn't be doing. Is it any different than vaping? Not, no, not in the heart. It's not. So what is keeping you from the kingdom of God? See, in the, the first part of this, um, 16, this rich young ruler has a question. What do I do for eternal life? Um, but he added, "What what good must I do? Here's the problem. What good, he, he's talking to the master. He's talking to Jesus himself. And he says, What good do I need to do to get? And the problem is, is that we're asking questions with assumptions instead of just asking questions. The reason we're not getting some of our answers is that we are already asking a question of my desire is eternal life. But you're already putting an assumption. I must do something good to get it. The traditions of man, your religious old system. Whether you vape or don't vape. Whether you have a Ford Escort, Escort horse or Jaguar. What what is what is your what is hindering you asking the real question? With no assumptions. Number two, Jesus says to him, keep the commandments. And he lists a bunch of religious commandments. Do you realize the commandments he listed were the, the the ten big ones? Right? He didn't list the 660 traditions of man that nobody could keep. Which ones, he said? Jesus, listen, which ones? So he does his own inventory. I've kept them all since my youth. Now I have my own resume. I have followed the rules. But you still don't have what you want. How many have been following the rules and still don't have what you want? You can follow the rules and never get what he actually promised you. Finally, finally, he asked a pure question. Finally, this is kind of where I'm at. I'm tired of pursuing the promises. This is last week's message. I made it, quit pursuing the promise, pursue your wife. Oh, God, you gave her all the keys. I'm in trouble. If she's got all the keys, I'm in trouble. No, but I believe it's a mystery. Keep all the commandments. Which ones? I've kept them. I followed the rules. Finally, he says, what do I still lack? You notice that the rich run ruler finally got through all the BS. And he asked the right question. What do I still lack? You're going to have to get to the point. What do I, what am I missing with no assumptions, tell me the raw truth, Jesus. I wanna know what my root issue is. Do you really? See, the title of this message, I titled it Count the Cost. Do you really want the truth? Do you really want the truth? See, my friend Jerry had a radical conversion still driving horse and buggy, met Christ, got radically saved, radically walking in miracles. I'm talking about miracles. Went out to Bethel, had ch- extreme fable, traveled with some of the Bethel leaders all over the country doing signs, wonders, and miracles. And he thinks he's made it now because he has a car in Jesus. And he bought a house with electricity and he's doing great exploits. I think he was in Europe. Just power. He's nuts. Loves Jesus. God said, go home. Put it down. Go back home. Put ministry down and love your wife. by the way, don't do business either. And he sat for three and a half years. Sat and realized he didn't love his wife the way he's supposed to. He realized he loved business. He, he, he did real estate. He did minerals. He, he's crazy. Creat- he got more creativity in his pinky and I got my whole body. Here's God. God, shut it down. In that period of time, he gets creative, and he develops out of uh, containers, shipping containers. A whole company called Dwell Boxes, and he built tree houses in the trees, and and, and Airbnb is honoring him this month for the highest uh, uh, occupancy in their whole system. Go home, love your wife. Let me show you how to do business my way. Me and Susie showed up last year, and I prophesied to him in the world uncapped in his life. Now he's nuttier and knows what to do with. He, he's still not allowed to go do ministry. He's got a little home group. <laughs> this old Armish guy, he, I, entered, he met, I met him last time I was there. He goes, this is Walt. He was one of the leaders in the, I don't know if they are the Amish church, but they were the, what's the one with the hair bun? Not, uh, Mennonites, Mennonites. He said, he knows it's Jesus because Jesus put gold in his teeth in his mouth. He can't get away from it. But he also couldn't get away from the religion. The rich run ruler had the same problem finally gets a pure question, what do I lack? I need your truth. I've come to the end of my abilities. What does Jesus say? If you were perfect, go sell everything you had. And he walked away because he had great possessions. Some of us act like we want the truth, but we're not willing to pay the price when we hear it. He told the rich man, go sell. Some of you are afraid to talk to people. He may tell you to go tell. He may Some of you that are lazy, he may tell you to go serve. And some of you that are bitter, he may tell you to go love. So we could talk about the rich man because it's hard for them. Ha, let me tell you, it ain't about the money. It's about the root of their heart. Here's what he says, go sell and open an account in heaven and start making deposits and withdrawals and come follow me. Until you have laid down that one thing, if it's your bank account, he may say, go sell it. Go give it away because that is holding you back from me. Here's the interesting thing when I looked at and we we, we went to dinner with some other leaders that ex Amish but kind of still they got electricity and and so they got free from the religion of it and so they started a business to where all the Amish pay them to drive them around yeah, Amish Uber <laughs> you know so. so <laughs> And so, so I'm sitting there with my little humorous self poking, poking holes at him. I'm going, come on, dude, this is like vaping in bed. You did it. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> and we talked we talk funny about him, but you're driving them around. You're helping them commit sin. Tell them to get their horse and buggy and do it themselves. Well, it's cold out, so my business is doing good. I'm like, I know it's cold out. But, but where, is, where, where is this thing that religion can, can, can hone us in? And so they're talking about, yeah, we got free from that religion. Now we have electricity. Now we have this. And in the same conversation, they're having an argument because their women want to quit wearing that covering. And they made a fatal mistake. They asked me my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Now my friend agrees with me, so that's why he was happy somebody else asked the question. Because listen, if you do this, this, this shepherding covering thing is demonic as hell. The only place you find covering of that magnitude is husband versus wife. Nowhere else. And the leader that wants to have that kind of covering is so insecure and he's demonic. Kind of put that into a snippet. Went over well. Then I offered him some of my peanut butter pie. What did he tell the rich man? Sell what you have and open an account in heaven, follow me. Verse 22, when he heard, he went away, for he had great possessions. Jesus found the root of his identity, listen to this, and the fruit of his discipline and religious pursuit. Did you hear that? Jesus went after the root of his identity, is he was a rich man, the root of his identity is that he had discipline with all the rules. The root of his identity was that was his religious pursuit, not an encounter with Jesus. And he had him standing in front of him. Verse 23, only with difficulty will a rich person enter the kingdom of heaven. Rich, money, family, positions, power, status, friendships, what is holding you back? You sit there and watch the wife weep when they tell the story that their family rejected them because they left the Amish. They had to choose Christ or family. But then you see tears of joy when mama is sick and they call for him to come pray for her because they know he knows Jesus. there's gonna be a cost to follow him. Many of us claim to be wanting to pay the price, but we haven't gone after what our false identities are. We haven't gone after our own pursuits that haven't produced any real fruit. And we haven't been willing to kill our holy cows of religion. I'm going to play a song from a friend of mine, Roy Kendall. See, when Jesus gets done with a rich man, he goes to his his disciples, and, and that's when he says, you know, it's going to be difficult for a rich man. rich man's gone. He already went back. He said it'd be easier, it'd be difficult for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. A man who's got everything that he wants. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Do you understand what the eye of the needle is? In the Jerusalem, the walled city, when the when the gate was closed at night, and you were a merchandiser, you you were a businessman, and you came after the gate was closed, but you wanted to get home, you had to go into a This hole in the wall, that was only small enough for your camel to crawl through on his knees. You had to unpack everything that was valuable to get into the walled city. I want you to listen to this.
0: I stood among the sons of men, strong and tall. My heart was filled with enthusiasm. My life was given to the purposes of God. Upon that day, I said to the Lord, I will do mighty exploits in the name of my God. The Lord came unto me, and he said, What is it, Son of Man, that thou wouldest have? I said, Lord, If I could only be among those who play sweetly upon an instrument, and who sing well in the house of the Lord, then I would do great things for my God. The Lord came to me, and he gave unto me the desire of my heart. He stood me among the sons of men. He let me play, and he let me sing. I saw the day when the hearts of men were moved by that thing that the Lord had given unto me. After hearts of men were moved, I stood back and said to myself, Now I will be content, for I have been able to move the hearts of men. But in my secret hour, I bowed my head before God and said, Lord, Thou hast given me what I asked for, but my heart is heavy. I have a longing for something more. He came again unto me in the night season. He asked me again, Son of man, ask me again the thing that thou wouldest have of me. I said, Lord, I see men bowed by burdens low. I see hearts that are broken. I see sadness and discouragement. Oh, give me the power of the spoken word that I might speak the word and their hearts will be delivered. The Lord came unto me and said, Son of man, I have given thee the things which thou hast desired. With great joy I marched before the people of God. In my youth and in my enthusiasm I spoke the word, and men were delivered. I spoke the word, and their hearts were made whole. I knew it was to bind the brokenhearted and to pour in the oil of joy for mourning, while men were praising him and glorifying his name. I went back to my secret chamber. I bowed my head in sorrow. I said, Oh my God! Oh my God! I am not satisfied. He came again unto me and he said, Son of man, what is it that thou again desirest of me? And I said, Oh my God! Give me power in my hands, that as thou didst do, I might lay my hands upon the sick and see healing flow. He said unto me, It is done as thou hast commanded. God healed the sick. I went to the nations of the earth, and I saw the sick raised from their sick beds. I saw pain and suffering go away. I was rejoicing as I went to my secret place. I bowed my head before my God. I said, Now, my God, I will be satisfied, for Thou hast given me that which I have desired. No sooner had the words come out of my mouth when the heart within me began to ache and cry. I said, God, I do not understand this. Again, my heart is sad. I said, Lord, will thou just one more time give me the thing I ask of thee? He said, it is done. I said, God, I desire to go against principalities and powers, the powers of the wickedness of this world, in spiritual darkness in high places. He said, surely I give it unto thee. Now go. So I went, And the Lord allowed me to go into dens of iniquity and holes and dives where men hide from the light because of the sin and evil that is upon them. There was a day when I saw demons cry out at the very presence of the power of God that rested. Then I went back to my secret place, broken. I said, God, I have asked thee for all that I desire. And still, My heart is not satisfied, nor do I feel that I have touched the thing that thou has called me to do. In my youth, I had expended myself with all the things that my heart had desired. Then one more time, a gracious and loving God visited me in the night season. He said, Now, what is it that thou dost desire? brokenness of heart I bowed before him and I said God only that thing which thou dost desire to give unto me he came unto me and said come with me and I will take you on a journey he took me past my friends he took me past those with whom I had come into the house of the Lord He took me into a desolate place. He caused me to go into a place alone in the wilderness. I said, oh my God, thou hast cut me off from those I love. What art thou doing unto me? He said, I take thee to the place where all men must come if their hearts cry is to be fulfilled. At a certain hour, I bowed before a gate that is called the Eye of the needle. There, before the eye of the needle, I heard the voice of the Lord say, Bow low. I bowed low. He said, No, lower. So I bowed lower. He said, Yet lower. Thou dost not go low enough. So I went as low as I could go. I had upon my back my books of learning. I had with me my instruments of music. I had with me my gifts and abilities. He said unto me, Thou hast too much. Thou canst not go through this gate. I said, God, Thou hast given me these books. Thou hast given me these abilities. He said, Drop them or thou dost not go so I dropped them. I went through a very small gate that is called the Eye of the Needle. As I went through this gate, I heard the voice of the Lord say, Now rise to the other side. As I rose, a very strange thing happened to me. For lo, the gate which was so small that I must lay aside everything was so wide I could not fill it. As I stood in the presence of the Lord, I said, God, what is this thing that thou hast done unto me? For my soul is now satisfied. He said, Thou hast come through the gate of worship. Now come up to the circle of the earth, and I will show thee a great mystery. I will reveal unto thee the thing that I am doing among the sons of men. The Spirit of the Lord caught me away. He took me to the circle of the earth higher than the eagle flies, beyond where the clouds can rumble, beyond where the sun shines or the moon finds her path. There, at the throne of my God, he said, look down upon my people. I saw strange things. I saw my companions gathered around a very small gate. I saw them wringing their hands and crying. They were saying to one another, God hath given us these instruments of war. This sword is my sword, and I will work against the enemy. I will bring the enemy down. I cannot go through this gate, for if I go through this gate, I must put down my sword. God has called me to be a warrior, and therefore I will not do it. And I heard another one say, Me? Lay down my instruments of music? laid down all that God has given unto me just to go through that silly little gate, to be nothing but a bare man who comes out on the other side stripped of everything? I cannot do this thing. I saw them as they stood aside in their pride, afraid to bow themselves before a very small gate. Then I saw again, as the Lord brought me closer to the gate, I saw a man bow low, laying down everything that he had. As he came through the very wide gate on the other side, his instruments of music were there, his sword was there, his books were there, the power was there. The word of the Lord came to me. Go now and tell this people before you, I have given unto this people extreme talents and much ability. I have called you, who are instrumentalists, to play. But I say unto you this night, if you do not come through the very small gate, which is the gate of worship, and bow low, and lay before me thine instruments, thy talents, thy abilities, thy vision, and thy power, thou shalt always be among those who will only be able to minister to the hearts of men and bless the hearts of men. But there is a gate open in the church in this hour, which is a very small gate. Through that gate, only men who are worshipers will go. These men will lay their talents before their God. These men will say, God, we will be worshipers. Through that wide gate, they will come. As they come through that wide gate, hear again the word of the Lord they will rise again on the other side not to minister unto men but to minister unto their God. I have brought this people together this night to make unto you a choice. You can minister unto men and I will cause you to sway the hearts of men with your talent. Or you can go through a very small gate and while making new worshipers You will minister unto the King. Yes, you, O Lord, are my heart's desire, and I long to worship. you
1: what do you desire the promises of power the promises of Healing, the promise, those are all promises. But If we don't turn our desire to Him, I don't believe He'll show us the promises. It's no different <clears throat> for us sitting here in Central Florida. There it is, my friend, sitting in Holmes County, Ohio. There's a prophecy that he played for me that God was going to shake the Amish, that God was going to show them power. God was going to show them freedom. God was going to show them his face. I'm getting to the point where I don't care what your hang-up is. Your religious hang-up. I don't care about your religious pedigree. What is your desire? It's anything but him. You are the rich, young ruler that put value on something that Jesus himself is a fulfillment, and only the fulfillment. <laughs> I want you to take the next week when you do your devotions. You can take some of the communion things. Ask God a question with no assumptions What do I lack? What is holding me back from the things you promised me? I'm willing to hear the truth, I'm willing to pay the price. I'm willing to lay it down. I'm willing to go through the eye of the needle. You know, this is the same thing that Moses had to do with his rod of authority. He had to disnake his rod of authority. When God told him to go throw his rod down in front of the Egyptian musicians, it turned into a snake and then his snake ate their snake and God said pick it up huh pick it up and when he picked it up it turned back into a rod until you've gone through your process of desnaking your authority it'll never be the rod of god that separates the red sea it went from the rod of moses to the rod of god God is in the middle of desnaking our rods of authority because he needs us to be able to use them. But if they haven't been put down for him to raise them up, they'll destroy us. be a bunch of religious leaders comparing whose buggies better now you want to hear my arrogance? How much is a Amish guy got in one of those? oh well, about twenty five grand I'm like, holy moly and a statement came to my mind when he said that a hundred years ago. The rich people had cars. The common people had horses. Now everybody has a car, only the rich afford horses. (laughs) Lay it down, lay it down. Become a worshiper. We'll find the evangelism power, we'll find the healing will find the purposes of God. So let's open our cameras and look for some lost puppies. Get the QR code of heaven and love somebody knowing that you have been given the authority of God to change their address and to change their ownership. You got something? You need something? You sure you don't have something? Okay. But this is the season we're going into. Is it any different when my friend starts weeping? She says, I had this encounter with God, I knew how to pay a price. But God showed me a vision. Thousands of horse and buggies on an open field coming to meet God. Is his vision any different than mine? Thousands of people. Lay it down. Lay it down Everything he's prepared you for It's there But it's on the other side Of laying it down Thank you for tuning in to today's message from Identity Church To know more about us go to IdentityChurch.net Where you'll find resources such as a calendar Media and upcoming events You may also download an app for your mobile device From the Apple App Store or Google Play Then from your mobile device, you can hear our messages, read from the Bible, take notes, connect with us on social media, and even pay your tithe. Again, thank you for tuning in to today's message from Identity Church.